Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Daydon Tolbert Show. I am your host, Daydon Tolbert. This is, uh, let me just say, this is something special for me. Um, you know, over the years, you guys have seen this show kind of, you know, evolve and take on different forms and lives and hosts and co-hosts and things like that. But um, we are here to, you know, bring back something that, in my opinion, really um, helped define um, the Date on Tolbert Show, which is Barbershop Talk. And um, it was about about 15 years ago that um, that it started, and we're back. You know, I, I've taken some time off from it because I, I didn't want to force it. I did not want to force it. I wanted it to be the right combination. I wanted it to be the right chemistry, but I feel like we, we have that now. So I have some – I got a special treat for you guys, man. We got some 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 really cool dudes, some good brothers. Um, you know, um, and, and this is what I want to do over the last several months, you guys have been tuning in and hearing me talk about dating, talk about relationships, talk about women and marriage and maintaining, um, you know, building and uplifting positive, um, you know, relationships and interactions between men and women. And we found that there've been some really strong misconceptions you know, um, how men think or how women think that we think about particular topics. And I wanted to, my job is to dispel those rumors, um, break down those walls. But at the end of the day, I'm just one person, right? I'm just one guy with one opinion and, and certain experiences, certain perspectives. But I wanted to bring in men. And I want, let me just say this. Let me say this. I'm going to introduce the guy. Let me say this, this last thing. The guys that we have tonight, the brothers that we have tonight, I can honestly say, are good friends of mine. Um, we have a couple frat brothers of mine, good friends of mine. But I can honestly and truly say, out of all the men and friends in my life over the years, I've never debated with more with these brothers that you're about to hear from. Because for me, it's important to maintain um, a certain level of authenticity, you know, and I'm not going to talk on that. I'm not to bring the guy, but I just want to, I want to preface it with these things. I'm not, I've never been one of those guys that's like, oh, my opinion, I speak for all men and I know it. No, I, these guys, we disagree more than we agree. You'd be surprised to hear that, but, but we do. And so that they were specifically chosen to be a part of this conversation because I wanted to have different opinions um, different perspectives, uh, different experiences uh, to add to this conversation. So, so let's let's go ahead and jump into it, man. Um, again, this is uh, the Data on Tolbert Show Barbershop Talk, the return. And let me just say this also, the return of Barbershop Talk, but this time, all right, it's live, uncut, and uncensored. So I'm going to just put it out there. If the fellas want to get, you know, profanity slips out, so be it. If some vulgarity slips out, so be it. Because why? This is a barbershop talk. This is a barbershop. I'm not here to preach to y'all. They're not here to preach to y'all. You, you guys are here tonight to be a fly on the wall of the realest barbershop in the country. You go into a barbershop, you don't hear everybody saying the same things. You don't hear everybody you know, having the same perspectives. So that's what I want to do tonight. So let me let me go ahead. Let's jump into it, man. Let's 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 go ahead and jump into it. First, I'm gonna go ahead and introduce the fellas one by one. And I'm gonna let them introduce themselves. 
But what the first guy I'm going to bring on, guys, is my man Tone. All right, my, my homie, my main man, Tone was the best man at my wedding. Um, Tone was one of the original panelists on Barbershop Talk over 10 years ago. He helped set the foundation for this show and watched it grow. He's been there from the beginning of it all, and I want to bring my man Tone on. Tone, what's the deal? What's good? Hey, what's going on, man? How are you? Oh, man, you know, I'm, I'm chilling, man. What, what's up with you, man? Like, you, you ready for barbershop talk? Absolutely. I can't wait to get into it, man. Uh, I mean, to your point, uh, yeah, like, we we debated definitely a lot over the past decade plus, and uh, I'm really excited about uh, really sharing that with the uh, listeners tonight so they can really get real perspectives and not uh, be p- politically correct. Oh yeah, we don't we don't do and me and I want y'all to be clear. Me and Tone, I've known Tone for over twenty years. We de, we have debated since we've known each other. You know what I mean? Whether it's politics, you know, whether it's women, whether it's you know marriage, my marriage, you know, his relationships. Like we, <laughs> like, we and he's not. And I just want to I want to be clear because the authenticity is important. He does, he is not the type of person that will tell me what I want to hear. Like he's who I go to when I'm when I want advice or when I want someone to be honest with me about things that I do. So Tone, good to have you here. We got some other panelists on the line. Bring you back on in a minute, Tone. Thank you. We'll come back to my yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yo, let's let's go back to my man. I want to bring my man uh, Tariq on, and we got we're gonna I'm gonna introduce the, the the fellas tonight. But my man Tariq is here, who is a good friend of mine. Tariq is someone I've known for several years. Um, we debate also. You know what I'm saying? We debate, we argue, we fight. But good brother, good friend. Tariq, what's the deal? What's going on? Hey, what's going on, Brother Day Don? Thanks for having me, man. Hey, man. You know what I mean? Like, it's funny It's funny having these, you know, these brothers on on the show because literally these brothers I'm I'm introducing right now, I talk to them literally every single day. There's not one brother on this line that you guys are going to hear from that I don't talk to every day in some uh, way, shape, or form. So, we're, and, we're, and the issues and the topics you're going to hear us talk about tonight are going to be the things we talk about. You know what I mean? You guys are just going to yeah. be, like I said, flies That's on the wall. Tariq, man, tell, tell the people a little bit about yourself, man. Like, what do you want them to know about you? Well, I can. What I, what I would start off by saying is that um, tonight, I think what the people will hear is the kind of stuff that you and I talk about in private. Um, I mean, we get deep, so you know, men 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 talk, so you know, I think I think they're in for a treat. Absolutely, uh, man. That's me what personally, it is. yeah, yeah. Not, it ain't about me personally. I'm just another brother. Um, that's it, man. I'm just here to contribute. But uh, yeah, that's it, man. Uh, yeah, we go, let's get into it, man. Let me bring. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put you on uh, on hold for, on mute. And uh, what I'm gonna do is um, bring the other two brothers on. And let me just say these about these two brothers. These are two of my frat brothers. The last two I talked, you, you heard from. These are Sigma men. You know what I mean? You guys know I'm a member of Five Beta Sigma. Two good friends of mine. Um, very instrumental. One very instrumental in my life. Um, e. Mitch. Is on the line and Mike Sales. Hey, I'm gonna bring uh, my man Mike on. Mike, what, what, what's good, Mike? Mike, what's the deal? Hey, Don, my brother, what's good? 
What's the deal, man? What's up with you? You know, we, we, we fight, we argue, we debate, man. We agree on some things. We totally disagree on some things. But you ready to get it in tonight? Yes, sir, man. I, I, I've never met a person that I've agreed with so much, but but clash with on the on the same on the same side. We got some we have some great debates, man. You know, we we got a polo group for those who don't know, like a polo group that we talk on the daily, man. And some of the conversations in there, man, get real deep. <clears throat> yeah, and it's funny. You, you, I like the way you put that, man, because it's funny. We 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 agree on so many so many things, but then we totally disagree. On other things, so um, I'm excited to Absolutely. have you here tonight. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man, definitely. So, like I said, in the last panelist tonight that I want to bring on is 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 someone who I believe to be one of the most respected men that that I know of. You know what I mean? And, and universally respected and liked by just about, I mean, not just about, but pretty much everyone that I know of, very influential in my life. My man, E. Mitch, is on the line. E. Mitch, what's the deal? Hey, they don't, brother, man. Hey, them kind words, brother. I, I don't deserve them, man, but I appreciate it, you know. Um, thank you for inviting me. Yeah, absolutely. Really and let me just say this, E. Mitch, good to have you here tonight. And I want to say, I chose these brothers, um, I, well, I should say I asked these brothers to join me here tonight very strategically, because just so you guys have a little bit of knowledge about who you're hearing from, um, E. Mitch is married, Mike is married, um, Tone is 100% single, Tariq is, is coming out of a marriage. He's transitioning out of marriage. He's separated. So, um, you know, and I'm, and, and I'm married. So it's a, it's a, we're all around the same age, but as you see, different relationship status. But let, let's, let's, you know, without further ado, man, let's, let's go ahead and jump into it. I got everybody on the line. The way I want to start is this. Last week, if you got, and many of you tuned in, this is a three-part special. Let me just set it up real quick. This is a three-part special. The first one being how men feel about sex. I talked about nothing but sex and just how we think about it, you know, the stages we go through, what we look for um, from different stages in our lives. The uh, last week was part two on uh, why men don't commit, specifically black men, what we look for, why we don't commit, why we do commit. Um, and then tonight, I want to bring the fellas in to kind of just give their perspectives on those topics, on sex, on why we commit, why men cheat, you know, all types of different things pertaining to dating and relationships. So let's, I want to start it off like this, man, and we'll go around the room um, with the first topic of, first of all, what do we look for in a wife? You know, what What qualities really stand out? What are we seeking? I mean, what's this whole thing about? A lot of times women think it's one thing we look for, and, you know, other women think it's another thing. But, you know, E. Mitch, man, jump right in on it. I, what, from your perspective, man, you've been married. What do you look for, or what did you look for in your wife? What were some things that were appealing to you? Well, you know, that's a, that's a good question. Um, you know, I've been married for um, 20 years, and been with my wife for about 24, 25 years, and um, what attracted me to her to actually say I do, it was the whole, um, it was the whole vibe and, you know, seeing her as a person, like, okay, first and foremost, would she be good with children? Would she be good to me? Was she, was she honest? Honesty was really the biggest um, attribute that I was looking for, um, and um, not to um, pat my wife on the back, but I don't know any female who is as honest as her. Um, 
if someone was to give her a million dollars and go away for 20 or 30 years um, and come back, she will have every cent that she was left with because that's how much of an honest person she is. Now, that being said, you know, we all have struggles in our relationships, you know, um, being married for 20 years, having multiple children, you know, you can agree to disagree. And one thing I do not believe in is the whole thing of compatibility. Um, and I have many reasons why I don't believe in it, but um, I don't want to take all the time up. Yeah, well, you know, I appreciate that, image. I mean, that's that's kind of what we were looking for, because I think a lot of times women, they focus on, you know, the money, the education, but there's, there's you know, that honesty piece is not focused on enough. It's not, yeah. you know, um, it's something that is lacking, and a lot of times on both ends, you know, but if we can't trust you ladies, we're not going to marry you, plain and simple, you know. And that's so, hey, hey, Tone, yeah, episode thanks to you, Mitch, man. Hey, Tone, jump in on that, mm-hmm. man. What, 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 as a single man, you know what I mean? And you don't have to focus on the honesty piece if you want to, but just touch on that for a second. But what do you look for, you know, in a wife, in a potential mate? Um, besides honesty, I would say um, someone who's a good friend, like that uh, loyalty piece. Um, I think that value is uh, the most important because I want somebody that um, I can count on. Somebody that I can be 100% uh, transparent, and there will be no judgment. Like they, they're saying that they're rocking with me no matter what. And I, I, I believe that that comes from having uh, that solid friendship within a relationship, uh, as opposed to just having a label of, oh, my girlfriend or my wife, and you know, vice versa for the ladies. So. I would say that would probably be the number one thing that I look for, that 100% transparency uh, of loyalty. Mm-mm-mm. That is amazing. And I want to touch on that. Um, but, but yeah, let's let's do this. Let's go around. Hey, hey, hey sales, man, what, from your perspective, as a married man, um, what do you look for in, in a wife, and how do you feel about that honesty thing? Because that seems like everyone, something everyone is passionate about. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, honestly, you know, trust in a relationship and a marriage is, is number one. Once that trust is, is broken, it's you know that's the hardest thing to get back. So you definitely want to want an honest woman. I, you know, for me, the thing about that, that attracted me to my wife, you, you know, everybody knows looks at first off. So once you move past the looks, man, as I got to know my wife, the first two years we were together. She didn't step into a club. She didn't have no desire to be out in the street. She didn't have no desire to chase the club, the party life. She worked three jobs, came home. I knew at that moment she got a work ethic. She showed me what she was about. You know what I mean? So that's really what I needed to see was a work ethic. Mm, I like that hard worker, honesty. Man, I mean, those things. Let me just jump in because I want to hear from Tariq. Um, but just to, to touch on my um, experience with that, the honesty piece of it, you know, and you guys have heard me talk about this for years, actually, but, you know, my wife, when I met her, was, was basically a homebody. She didn't go out. She wasn't in the club. She wasn't, you know, have a, having a whole bunch of male friends. And we'll talk more about the male friends side of it a little bit later. I want to talk specifically about male friends, but there wasn't that. And so that ability 
to look at her in a trustworthy manner was there from the beginning. And then we were able to just build on some other on, on that foundation, but the honesty, the trust, that wasn't an issue. It wasn't a whole bunch of you know exes floating around and all types of things like that. And I think and, and women just if you're listening, you hear what this is not rehearsed. We're not rehearsing it. We didn't talk before the show. This is just all what we believe in. Uh, but yeah, Tariq, man. So just what, what's your situation, man? Like, what did you look for in a wife? What do you seek out in a potential partner? Well, uh, uh, the other brothers, what they alluded to, um, I, I, I just want to, uh, the word I'm looking for, uh, I forget the word, I'm, I'm, I can't think of the word I'm looking for, but I agree with them, everything that they said. Um, that being said, I look for a healthy individual. Um, and what I mean by that is somebody who has healed from their childhood trauma, Some someone who has... Um, integrated their mind, their body, and their spirit. Someone who has um, worked on themselves and they are aware and that they're operating on a higher level of consciousness. Um, Someone who has meshed their subconscious and their conscious together. So um, these people operate, this, this type of female is aware. She's aware of her shadows. She's aware of what she thinks and why she thinks the way she thinks, what she feels. Somebody who really has a sense of self and uh, and self-esteem. Okay. So all of those things, you know, constitute um, to me uh, someone who is worthy because I feel like if you're not at that level of consciousness, then you're basically reacting and reacting to everything. And, um, you know, I can't. I don't want to have to deal with a woman that reacts to everything, that reacts to, you know, because then that becomes an issue too. So that's what I'm looking right. for. Hey, 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 Tariq, man, because and that's a good point. I want to piggyback off that for a second. I want to go over to specifically Mike Sales and Tone and then E. Mitch on this topic because this, because we're going to keep it real tonight. We're going. This ain't going to be no politically correct. We are going to get into it. And I really want to talk about the the topics, the specific topics that we fight about. The brothers on this po- I mean, this, on this this show tonight, we fight about and argue and debate about specifically about what we're about to talk about. Now, Tariq, you mentioned self-esteem. Now, when we talk about self-esteem, yeah. we we look at and the first thing that comes to mind a lot of times is women with their asses out, with their boobs out, dressing seductively, <laughs> carrying themselves pr- provocatively. And I want to, you know, right. sales. Let's let's go to Mike sales. Sales. We we you and I have discussed. The term hoe. We've discussed the term slut. We've discussed the term dressing. We're talking about dressing, dressing too sexy. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mike Sale, tell me about that. How do you feel about that term hoe? I know you. That's a term you kind of feel a little differently about. <clears throat> so I'll I'll say what what I've said to to you numerous times on the polo, Mitch, um, et cetera. You know, if I was to meet a woman and she had a past and you guys could label her as a hoe, I would not hold that against her in any form or fashion. And the reason I say that is because I know I come with a a past. I know I come with a background. I know I come with luggage. I'm not perfect. I got, shit, I had my whole day. Let's be honest. You know what I'm saying? So for somebody to accept me in my past, how can I not return that same love? I can accept you in your path. 
So the term hoe, I think, is is used to, uh, you know, keep our women down, if that makes sense. You know, we, granted, we, like I said, we all got passes. We've all made mistakes, man. Who am I to judge and who am I to hold that against you, you know? And uh, the, the, right. the one thing from that, the one thing from that, uh, uh, my man said, you know, you know, come to the table together and, uh, you know, already have your stuff together, man. I came to the table broken. My wife came to the table broken. Um, like I said, she had a past, some, some issues. I've had a past, some issues, you know, but having that somebody that, that's willing to accept you for who you are and you accept them for who you are, man, that's that, that's what makes a beautiful marriage to me. I, I got you. No, I feel you. And let me, I want to say this too, because this is funny to me. This is really funny. I've, I've thought this was funny for, for months and months and months, really ever since I've known you, Mike, that you and, and my man Tone have never met, have never spoken, at, but I've told both of you, y'all, I wanted y'all to meet because your views <laughs> are, are so, and Tone is laughing, that's Tone laughing right now. Tone, go ahead and say what you want to say about what you just heard from Mike. Uh, honestly, I'm sitting here with a smile on my face because I'm all like, well, damn, I couldn't agree with the brother more. Like, I mean... I don't like the fact that uh, men, uh, through their own insecurity or hypocritical nature, put down a woman when you've done the same thing, if not worse. Like, I'm okay with a woman having a past because, like, like you said, I have a past. So, I mean, honestly, if you if you don't have a past, then that's going to kind of make me wonder about you. Like, you know, and... From my ex- and I'm going, I'm I'm going by this based off my experiences. Okay, let me make that clear. Um, I want somebody with some quote unquote flaws because that lets me know that one, you're not perfect. Two, uh, it allows me to feel more comfortable with you because I know that I'm not perfect. So I kind of enjoy um, or accept uh, the the past that women have slash men judge them for when they do the same, if not worse. So well said, Mike. <laughs> can, can, I add to that, can I add to that? Jump in. Yeah, go ahead, Mike. Can I, no, this is Tariq. Um, my fault, my fault. Tariq, go ahead. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, people evolve, you know what I mean? So everyone has a past, but um, once somebody gets evolved, I think that, once party, somebody gets to a place of, of uh, self-actualization and they really get to know themselves, I mean, there was a lot of things that we did that we didn't understand because we weren't actualized. We weren't, we were living below the veil of, of consciousness, consciousness. So we were doing a lot of things um, unaware that we were unaware. So that being said, um, I'm not judging. I'm, I don't want to judge anyone. I don't want to come across like I think I'm perfect or I want someone that's perfect. Um, but what I want is somebody who has done some work on themselves and has, you know, dealt with their baggage. That's where I'm coming from. I mean, that's just me. I got you. Let's do can this. I e-mitch, in, how do you can I in on that real quick? Yeah, yeah absolutely. E-mitch, please. Oh, no, this this Mike did. Uh, I, I was just going to say. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, Mike, Mike please. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, and then I'm going to bring uh, E-Mitch on because um, I know he has a lot of knowledge on this topic. Right, right. I just wanna, I just wanna, uh, real quick, 
you know, he when he said somebody seeing somebody had worked on themselves, for me, I find beauty in, in being with somebody and seeing that growth. If I can be with you when you at your worst and I can see you grow to your best, I know you can change. You get what I'm saying? There there's there's a beauty in, in, in a partnership and two people growing together. You know what I'm saying? I, I find beauty in the in the in the growth aspect. Sure, absolutely. No, I feel you. Mitch, how do you feel on that topic as far as the, the term ho, slut, and um, a, a woman with a past, and is that something that you can deal with? Is that something you would, um, you know, find appealing in a, in a wife? Well, um, first and foremost, man, I would like to um, give big, big ups to um, Tyreek. I think that my brother hit um, the nail right on the head, man, especially about working on yourself and um you know, making sure that um, those um, flaws or those personal um, growths need to happen um, as you basically evolve. And I think that we all need to evolve. Um, my whole thing about my wife, um, you know, did I do any vetting or so forth? I, I guess you could say I did because um, there was nothing specific I was actually looking for, per se. I was, and like I said, honesty. Um, is the main thing, and when I when I say honesty, it transcends across so many other um, words like um, loyalty and love and respect and so forth. And if you're honest, you pretty much got all those other attributes with you as well. Um, but that being said, you know, um, you know, past, of course, I won't want no one to judge me, you know. And if it was something that um, happened before I met you and so forth. You know, um, it will have to be something that, you know, you actually had to work on, as Brother Tyreek said earlier, something that you had worked on, something that you realized that, hey, maybe I need to change because I'm going to attract a certain type of person. So um, that being said, um, you know, don't judge nobody unless you want to be judged. That's the way I see. However, you know, there's nothing wrong with you having some type of standards as well. You know, I, I really truly believe if you don't have any standards, you know, somebody can literally act a certain way for a certain amount of time to get what they want. And once they got you, yes. then That's true. Um, you might actually get bit, you know, by a snake. So you got to be careful. Uh, um, Definitely got to be careful. Good point, That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> can, I, can I chime in on that, please? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, please. Yeah. Um, in, in regards to the last statement of, Standards. I mean, that, that I could definitely understand that. Like, you don't want to go around dating just any old body. But I feel like us as men, like, yes, it's true, but I feel like that word is a, a little bit, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful at all, I feel like that word is a little bit of a crush that we use because we have these high standards uh, for women, but we want them to forgive our, our past, our indiscretions, and the things that we've done when we were young and inexperienced or young and immature and kind of wilding out. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's mm -hmm. a, a slight crutch because it's like what, like what if there were, what if all women had the same exact mentality that us, that a lot of men had in regards to asking, well, how many, how many women you've been with? What have you done? And asking all these invasive questions, and then we tell them the truth, and they go, oh, no, you've been out there too much for me. Like, well, we will look at them like, but that's our past. That's, that's, that, 
I'm, I'm, I've grown past that. Mm-hmm. But we don't hold that same mm-hmm. standard to them with their growth. But Tone, let me ask you this, and this is listen. Look, I want y'all to be, be clear. Can I say real can quick, I, um, say, just real, real quick. Go ahead, um, and and not, I not understand exactly where um, Tone is coming from. However, I believe that we all need to have everyone needs to have a standard. You know, if you don't have a standard, you're just going into a relationship um, that's right. blind. I mean, if there's something that you just. I mean, I'm not saying okay, judge that person or that person to judge me. However, you got to sit here and settle for something, you know, and what it is is that might be, you know, you might have been sleeping around or you might have had bad credit. You might have basically been a thug beforehand. If you change those ways and that person accepts you for who you are after your change, that's fine. But guess what? If that person doesn't um, accept you for who you are after you change, you don't want to be with that person anyway. Right. right. It's just not Let me jump work. in real quick. It's not going to work. Let, let me uh, Tone, I want to I want to mm-hmm. touch on something that you said. We there's been a common theme of honesty tonight, and that's something that we all said was extremely important to us. And I just want to say, for me, that's that's I'm right there with y'all. You got to be honest, and I am a proponent of women being honest about what they've done. If you've had sex with 50 people, that's what it is. But when it comes, like you mentioned, there has to be standards. You have to have a certain standard that you are okay with. So my question is specifically to Tone and Mike, if a woman came up to you and said, look, you know, back in the day I was a little promiscuous, I wilded out in college, you know, I, I've, I've had sex with more people than I'm, I'm, I'm proud of, you know, first let's start with Tone. Tone, is that something you would be okay? Say she's got 100 bodies. Is that someone you would wipe up specifically? Would you put a ring on her finger if she said, you know, I got 100 people I've slept with? Well, I mean, well, I mean, come on, a hundred people is a bit excessive. Like, let's, I don't really <laughs> see that being realistic, but, uh, but to so your let's point, I get the, I, I get the point that it you're, depend, it depends. Uh, making, it could be realistic. Though. It could be depending on her age. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, true, true. But I, I guess, uh, t- to your point, I've actually had that done. And to answer your question, Yes, I, I would accept that if I know who she is and what she's doing in her life now, going back to that whole growth aspect. I'm not going to judge her on what she did before me. If she feels like if she could be honest and open to me and have that full transparency to let me know that's what she did and that's who she was back then before me, but that's not who she is now, yes, I can, I can accept that if my feelings for her grow to that point. Absolutely. I, I have no problem uh, admitting that. Mike, how do you feel about that? I, I, with the same question. If she said, you know what, I've, I've been with 50 people, you know what I mean, I, maybe 65, 70, you know, is that something you're okay with? Um, yeah, and if, if she checks all the other boxes and if she brings, you know, uh, the other things that I look for in a woman to, to the table, absolutely. You know, how? Am I, this is my thought, and this is not only – be honest about your past, but be honest about what you want. Obviously, you like sex, and there's nothing wrong with a woman liking sex. Men, we like sex. I want a woman who likes sex. I want to have Amen. sex with Amen. my woman. You get what I'm saying? So <laughs> I know you. I know I've seen you that backfire. Like <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. It's some, it's some women that you meet that you're like, well, damn, I just can't please you. You want it too much and shit, you know. But... But 
that's mm-hmm. something that I like. I like sex. So obviously you like sex. So we have something mm-hmm. in common. You know what I mean? That's a, I, I got you. I, I, I can, I, I, can I root for you? Can I, can I, can I <laughs> Chirik, that? Chirik, let me, hold on, Chirik, I want you to add, but I want you to add, I'm going to ask you the same question I'm going to ask you, Mitch, I want to be specific in the question. If she came to you, yeah. a prospective mate, someone you were thinking about dating, she said, you know what? Yeah, I mean, back in the day, you know, I, I had a little bit of fun, you know, and you, yeah. maybe how much fun, or just she alluded to the fact that she's been with over uh-huh. 50, 60 people. Is that something you could deal with and wipe up? All right, so the way I the way I view it is this. It's like this. All right, I'm basing on her. I'm going to base it on her age. So let's say that how old is she? Is she fifty? And had I mean, how many partners you said? Because you I know mean, we 50, in that bracket. 50, 60. We fifty sixty. I mean, so let's, let's say yeah, she 50, started sleeping partners. with. Let's start. If she started sleeping with uh, uh, people when she was eighteen, nineteen, twenty, and she did what two a year. That's 60 partners at 20, from 20 to 50. You see what I'm saying? So, you so know what I mean? It, it, depends on, it depends on the age. So, huh? Okay, so but so potentially potentially you could be okay with marrying someone, wiping up someone who has been with 65 men. 60, 60, about 60, 60 people? Yeah. But then yeah. I, at the same time, I, potentially, but all that's being said... I I feel like a lot of a lot of stuff that that comes from is from her childhood. Something within her made her have a lack of self love. Self love. Now is I she coming to me with a lack of self love? Is she has she been healed from whatever issues she had in her childhood? She could have been codependent. She could have been looking for love all her life. You know what I mean? Because her parents didn't give it to her. You Let know me what I mean? Stop you right there, Tariq. I, Let me I stop don't want to deal with the unhealthy, unhealthy person. Go ahead. I got you. Go Let's, I'm I'm, I just want to stop you right there for a second because I want to go to Mike and then Tone and then to E. Mitch. So, because I'm just playing devil's advocate. I believe they're going to disagree with that statement because, Mike, I'm not to put words in your mouth, but you tell me if I'm wrong. You're You're thinking that. Just because she likes to have sex doesn't mean she doesn't love herself. Am I right? Correct. Absolutely. That, and, you know, in tone, in tone, you feel the same exact way. Am I right? You are, sir. <laughs> see, y'all see. Hold on, let me just do a pause real quick. Let me just do a pause. <laughs> and, and, I like the, and I disagree with them. And I disagree with them on this real quick. Every just because they had a lot of sexual partners doesn't mean that they like sex either. That just means mm. that they thought that they had to do that That's true. to, to That's please true. that That's person, true. to be with that man. That's true. Let me say this, too. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good point. You guys are all making good points, and I'm just kind of listening, man, because these are all conversations mm-hmm. that we've all had individually, and it's just a great thing to have you all here tonight. Let me just do a quick pause. You guys are listening right now to the Daydon Tolbert Show, the original Urban Podcast. This is the return of Barbershop Talk Live and Uncensored. After 10 years, maybe even 10 years to the day, um, I got something came up in my memories that this was like the 10-year anniversary for, for uh, Barbershop talking. It's just coincidental that we're coming back now after 10 years to, to do this. Um, <clears throat> but And so I just want to thank these brothers for being here. Thank you guys for listening at home. Um, again, if you guys are listening for the first time, all archive shows are available on iTunes, 
iHeartRadio, and at DaytonTobershow.com, where we are celebrating over 1 million downloads. I just want to thank everyone who's been around for uh, since the beginning. So let's let's do this. So, <clears throat> so E. Mitch, I want to ask you that before we move on to another topic, I've got to ask you the same uh, question. So if a woman said to you, and, you know, honesty is huge for you, if she said, hey, look, I've been with, you know, 50, 60 people, is that someone that you would consider taking seriously and ultimately wifing up? Um, I would say no. And I know I'm the only brother to say no um, so far. It's not even a maybe. Um, and the reason why is because I'm a very spiritual person. And one thing that I do believe in is, um, you know, when you have sex with a woman, you are taking part of their spirit. They're giving part of their spirit off to you. 50 or 60 people, it doesn't matter what age you are, you know, um, it could be twice a year, um, as the last brother said. However, what it comes down to is I believe that that person has a lot of work to do that is not compatible with me, you know, and that's my standard. My standard is, okay, well, if she's like this, how is she going to be when I have a daughter, for instance? Is she going to tell my daughter that this is acceptable, you know? Is this something that, you know, she um, might display later on in the marriage, you know? Um, if we are married for um, five years, and I believe, like, once you're married, you really truly don't understand or know a person until seven years down the road, whether you're with them or you take them vows. Um you know, seven years down the road, whether she says, okay, well, I'm bored or I need mm-hmm. something more exciting or, you know what, I want to sit here and um, dibble and dabble into um, some type of um, homosexuality or so. You never know exactly what those 50, 60, 70, or 100 people actually included. You know, it could have been menage trois. It could have been a lot of other things. And what it is is we as men – most of us are alpha males, and when you're an alpha male, you look at that woman as your treasure. And every so often, you're going to have to sit here and say, oh, well, there was 60 other pirates that had my treasure. You know, those are the things that I take in consideration. Instead of being a jealous or envious or wondering man, I'd rather just basically not even um, pursue something like that. I understand. Let me just say this too, Imish. Uh, <clears throat> it looks like we're the uh, minority. Um, on well, actually, not is about half and half. So, um, I agree with you, though. I would not. Um, that's not someone that I would pursue a relationship. But at the, but I think, and this is where Tone and I have debated for literally on this very topic for over twenty years. Because mm-hmm. even though that's not someone who I would choose for a mate. I would not judge that woman. I would not say you're a horrible horrible person. I would not say you're anything negative, but I would just say, you know, that's not the person for me. And I'll use an analogy briefly. You know, I sell cars. You guys know I sell cars. Some people like new cars. Tone likes newer cars. You know, I don't mind driving a very nice car that has some miles on it. We are different in that way. The same exact car. I would buy with high miles. He would not buy with if it, if it didn't have low miles. And I think that's just how it has. You have to find that person who's okay with your mileage, so to speak. And that's everyone yeah. doesn't have to have, the, you know, everyone doesn't have to have the same standards. You know, tone has, yeah. and, and that's a good segue uh, for the next topic. Yeah, right, I want to jump right, right into it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, so, I mean, tone, we, go ahead. Before, sure. before you jump back in, man, and you're absolutely right. 
what it comes down to is once you start getting into like these high numbers, these numbers are what they are numbers. You know, you really don't. We we all we have friends that are mutual together, and we have a friend that says that they have slept with six hundred women. You know, and I'm sitting here thinking to myself, okay, six hundred women. Like, when do you start remembering names and sceneries and situations and so forth? And who in the hell remembers six hundred people? And um, and that to me is just like an absurd number. But is it doable? There's people out here that does stuff like that, and it's just like, hey, I don't, I would not want to be a statistic. You know, I was with you in a relationship. You know, yeah, I remember who you are because I'm actually pursuing to get married and settle down and have a platonic relationship, not um, being a, a digit, in other words. No, I got you. No, absolutely. Um, let's Can I respond to that, please? Sure, Tom, go ahead. Well, uh, my my rebuttal to that is, um, I mean, I guess, have you always felt like you wanted to find a wife? Like when you were like 18, 21, 24 years old, like was, or were you like out there having fun as well? Because, and the reason why I ask that question is because I understand that you may not want uh, uh, a woman who has these high numbers and you may have more of a spiritual um, a journey that you want to pursue, but was that always there? Because, like, if, if the tables were turned and she asked you, okay, well, before you evolved and before you wanted these, uh, you know, this high-value woman, um, what were your numbers? What did you do before you came to that realization? And... Can you be fully transparent with that woman? And you will want her to accept that past, even though you are who you are now. So that goes back to my original point that I made about 20 minutes ago when I said, yes, we want a woman to be our treasure, and we want this, and we want that. But at the same time, uh, we want to go out there and have our fun when we're young men, and we just want the women to accept that. So it can't be both ways like you can't you can't have it both ways like i believe in fairness that's the reason why i have the belief that i that i have towards women if she has a past okay cool i have a past and then we could be fully transparent together and also one last point when you said in regards to how is she going to treat uh your daughter um my my response to that is i think a person who has done something and learn from it is a better teacher than a person who don't know anything about it. Case in point, um, just to come off the uh, sex thing, just for just to touch, just to, just as an analogy, um, I grew up, of course, with both parents in the house, right? My father was a drug and alcoholic user, okay? He got clean when I was 10 years old. Now, I'm in my late 30s, and Daydine can vouch for this. Literally, if you add up all the liquor that I've consumed in my 37 years of life, it probably totals to a half a cup. I don't even like it. Matter of fact, every year at the top of the year, I take a small sip of a different kind of liquor to remind me how much I hate drinking. And that's drinking, smoking, or any kind of drug. You you know why? Because my father did it, and I saw what it did to him and how much it would disappoint him 
if I followed in his footsteps to be better than him. So I bring that point to say the point of if you have a woman who's promiscuous and know what it's like to be out there, she could be a great teacher to her daughter to go, listen, I live this, and this is what happened to me, and I don't want you to follow these steps. Okay. Hey, Tom, man, good points, man. Hey, uh, e- e- Mitch, please, you, you can respond yeah. to he was addressing your comments. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, to his point, I mean, I understand that, you know, there are those who learn and basically evolve, but there's also those who don't learn and continue to cycle. You know, um, I'll tell you this. You asked me, is this something, a standard I have always had? Yes, Um, because like you, I was raised in a household with my mother and my father. You know, my father was a very um, humble man and basically had a stand um, a stand, and so forth because my dad had been out there working the corners and being, um, you know, slinging dingling all the way, always, yeah, he could have done that. But instead, <laughs> he decided to basically stay at home and teach us the moral standards in which me and my siblings all hold. Now, that being said, you know, um, I learned from my father. You learn from not drinking because your father was an alcoholic. I learned to basically be a faithful and spiritual man by my father. So you can grab whatever you choose to and learn from it. You know, I'll tell you this, you know, my father didn't really have a um, big-time job or so forth like that. So what it is is me and my siblings, we work like runaways, in other words. We work all the time and so forth. So what I say to you, Tony, is, you grab on to what you feel is important, and basically sometimes you learn from your mistakes and other people's mistakes. That being said, that person, you know, you never, like I said, it's like rolling that dice, man. You know, you can sit here and say, okay, well, she changed. The only person I know who changed is that person themselves, you know, because people can sit here and fool all the way up to the moment they say, I got you. So that's the only thing. That's my standard. And then, what it comes down to is, you know, I truly believe once you basically gave yourself away to a man or a, um, a man to a woman, you know, you give a part of your spirit away, man. And, you know, it shows. Gotcha. No, I appreciate you guys. And that's a, it's a good point. Um, Mike Sales, did you, did you want to piggyback one there? Or you good? No, I'm good. I know, I know you're ready to move on to the next. I think my man's home. I couldn't agree more with him. He he, uh, he touched on everything I would have said. Yeah, and and it's I want to just move on for and Tariq, I want to start with you on this one, man, um, because it's it's actually the same uh, the same topic, but just like a piggyback and progression to the next topic of the physicality. You know, we're talking about you know past and actual partners, but when we talk about what we look for, because we're talking about if you guys are just joining us tonight why men don't commit, specifically why black men are not committing like they used to. And you look online and you see, you know, you have things like Instagram and Snapchat and um, all these trends and challenges. Yeah, bus it challenge, right, you know, um, silhouette challenges and things like that. Um, So how do you, what, what do you guys look for physically in a woman? Is, is, is there such a thing as being too sexy or where, and where does that, line get crossed from sexiness or from classiness to sexiness to sluttiness. Tariq, let's let's start with you, man. Like what do you look for physically in a woman? And we're gonna be honest tonight. We're gonna All keep right. it not that you know but you know, just be you know, I mean keep it a hundred. Like what do you look for? Like, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will, I will, because I, I do want to keep it. I want, I do want to keep it one hundred. You and this is, I have to, I have to go back for a second because you know my situation. You know with the whole body count thing, right? Because we talk about this, right? So I have experienced that. I have had experience with a woman with a high body count. And that that being said, I just want to reiterate what the other guy said that. That can that causes a prop that can cause a problem later on in the relationship because that person, can, just because they, you marry that person, you know they still may have those tendencies. So sometimes those tendencies follow that person. You know, even with what they said about the bodies connected with the people that they slept with, the spirits, all of that affects the person. It affects their psyche. It affects their spirit. It affects their mind. And you get a person that is really messed up. Um, so I would, I just wanted to just finish that conversation and say, I, I probably now knowing from experience, I probably wouldn't do that uh, in the future. Uh, I would go a different route. I would look for somebody with less, you know, bodies. Um, gotcha. Now, as far, as far as physical attraction, um, what I look for, I think um, I like, um, I like a nice butt, you know. Um, Come on, we're going to be honest. You like pressing. a fat ass. You, you like yeah, a fat yeah. ass, right? This barbershop talk. We're not a barbershop, right? You like a fat ass. Me too. Booty meat and Booty meat. All right, so what else you like? Okay, you like I like that above, I love, I like that above all. I like that above everything. But that's the most important thing to me. Um, All right. Yeah. So, so here's the thing. Yeah. Let, let's do this. Let me. I want to go to Tone and I want to go to Mike because we. This is something that we, specifically me and Tone, go back and forth about. He gets on me. I get on him. We have literally the 100% opposite type in women. Just so you guys know me, I prefer, and this is my preference, petite, um, long hair. Re- excuse me, real, real long hair. You know what I mean? Authentic long hair, not weird. Not weird. Um, you know, a nice ass, curves, not skinny, but petite. There's a difference between skinny and petite. I like petite women. Uh, similar. Yeah. I'm just gonna petite with a bubble. With a bubble. With, with a bubble. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, with a bubble, and, and mm-hmm. you know, the, the breasts don't need to be. Huge, right? But you know, a right. good tone nose. Hold on, tone. What's my what's my what's my, my my ideal breast size? Uh, I would say like a uh, I would say a, a like a a B cup, like a small B cup, like like or let me use your own words, a handful for your hand size. Right. Well, yeah, I would say a 34C would actually be my ideal. So just to give an, a, a, a visual, I like 34C, petite, under 5'5", five, 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 you know, between 5 feet and 5'5", five, 5'6", five, five, somewhere around there, but petite women. Um, Tone, start it off, man. What do you look for? I look for big breasts. I'm sorry. I like double Ds. I want, uh, I mean, I want full, full pillows hanging from her uh, underneath her chin. Like I like very big breasts. Uh, this is this is probably where I'm a little uh, weird 
uh, I guess for the stereotypical black guy, like I tell Dana all the time, like if you got two women, right? If you got, and they both are equally beautiful, right? And you got one with like double or triple D's with a small butt, and you got another one that's like an A or a B cup with a fat ass, I'm choosing a girl with the double or triple D's. Mm. Gotcha. Okay, Mike, <laughs> what, what, what do you look for physically? <laughs> I mean, man, I, I it, to say I got a type is hard. You know, I've been with my wife. We've been together almost eighteen years, so I, I just like. It, it, for me, it's the face, man. You got a pretty face, man. You can, you can bring me in. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm definitely a, 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 a looks person. I don't want to sound shallow, but like, it's something about a woman who can. Don't got to put no makeup on her face. Ain't got to put a drop of makeup on her face. And it looks beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Skin flawless. You know what I'm saying? Maybe maybe have a little bit of lip gloss or something just to make the lips pop, but ain't got to wear a drop of makeup. Them the ones for mm-hmm. me, bro. That's, that's it for me, too. Me. Yo, the face. And, and this is where Tone and I de- uh, debate a lot of times. I want to go to E. Mitch to see what he looks for. But Tony and I go back and forth about the term dime. I, for me, a woman, like just like Mike said, you cannot be a dime without a 100% beautiful face. You know what I'm saying? Period. You can't. You, but Tone, I, you, you can I don't correct know. me if I'm I wrong. I don't know, on it. I don't know, man. There's some bodies out there that you be like, God damn. Yeah, but they're not dimes. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm no, talking about. <laughs> I can't give that dime status without the face. Tone, you can you can give a dime status if her face is like an eight or nine. Am I right? Uh, yes, correct. Yeah, these like uh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I mean they don't. I mean they, now they can't be they can't be uh, unattractive, but if they don't have the absolute perfect face, or or if they're just like cute, but they got a bad body. I'm going, yo, that's a dime. Like, I'm, I'm trying to think of a I'm trying to think of a good Serena example. Williams. Who um who? Ser- Serena Williams. There you there you go. That's a body. she a dime to me. She Stop. she she Stop. ain't exactly the I most agree with beautiful you. I woman. Agree with you, Tom. But her body is uh she a piece. Come on, I gotta say yeah. this. I gotta make an executive decision. Serena Williams is not a dime. But E Mitch, E Mitch, how do you feel? What do you look for physically? You know what? Um I've been listening, man, and um my brother who said, Yeah, the bigger the better. I you know, I'm six eight man and I got a big hand, so um I'm always looking um for to you know what not I to be honest with you is black women. Um I I think the black yeah. woman is just, you know, just the best woman ever, you know, um, from the hair being shorter or long. I mean, it doesn't matter. Um, and it, it got to be confident, man. You know, you got to have like that, that sex appeal, you know, your words, your ways in life. Um, you know, it, it it's hard to say what I'm looking for because what it is is, um, like I said, I need to hear you and see where you're at Um in your head, you know, where's your head at? Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, I really don't like the real petite, small girls or anything. I'm six eight, you know, so I'm not gonna um, look for anybody who's small. But hey, if she's 
you know, carrying herself sexy and, um, you know, she could vibe and so forth, then they, I'm all for it. And I do believe that there's dimes who might not be the best-looking uh, ones, you know. Um, I think Erica Badu is a dime. You know, she is beautiful and confident mm-hmm. and sexy in so many different ways. And then there's Jasmine Sullivan. Look at Jill Scott, you know, um, you can um, look at so many different um, people, you know. Um, you know, not just use them because we don't know many women, you know, aside uh Mike and um, Dayon, you know, um, Tone and um, Tyreek, you know, they probably ran across a couple of women like, hey, you know what, she she's actually sexy, you know. And mm-hmm. I think that sometimes that dime word is thrown out, like, oh, well, you got to have a cute face. You can have a cute face and be built like a crackhead. That doesn't make you a dime. Right. No, that's true. Exactly. So, you mentioned, let me ask you this. So, on based on that definition of a dime, how, where do you draw that line as far as too sexy? Like, what is slutty to you, or is that a thing? Um, can a woman dress like a hoe? Can a, or what would a woman dress like that would make you say, you know what, that's not sexy to me? Yeah, I mean, like, I look at it like that video WAP, you know, between Cardi B and um, the other girl. Um, I can't think of what her name is. Um, Megan Thee Stallion. Megan. Yeah, the Stallion. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know. Um, now, how as beautiful both of them women are and everything like that, I'm like, I would actually pass, man, because I'm like, okay, well, I got so many mm-hmm. other men looking that um, looking at you, and I know that they're trying to sell albums and so forth and everything like that. You know, um, that's their hustle. You know, each his own. But to sit here and say that could be my wife, I again it goes to the standards. You know, how do I feel? How would I sit here and take her to home to mama? In other words, I was like, okay, I'm gonna take you home to mama. And the mom's like, oh, well, she was shaking her ass on TV and everything. Like, you know, is this somebody like, oh, well, yeah, mom, you might be right. You know, so um, again, you know, I think that there's certain. Aspects that you know, especially in this time, I mean, sex sales. You know, Biggie um, did it with Lil Kim. You know, uh, Lil Kim was a um, great rapper, but guess what? Biggie said, Hey, you know what, go and start selling sex. And she sold more albums because she was selling her sex appeal, even though she had the lyrics to go. You know, so um, that's just my standard, man. I, I you know, I, I don't know. Something you know, there's nothing wrong with looking, you know, but I don't want that type of attention, in other words. Right, no, I got you. Hey Tone, Tone, pick piggyback on because let me just say this too, because Tone and I, we we've gone to strip clubs, we've done, you know, a lot of things in the past, um, you know, as far as seeing a lot of different types of women. Um, so Tone, when it comes to you know, who you would choose as a mate, because remember we're talking about why men commit is there a certain standard that you have that says that's too sexy for me or that's a little too revealing from my taste? Um, do I have a certain standard? I mean, I would say when you're being uh, revealing unnecessarily. Like, if if there's, like, some type of... Um, like, if there's a purpose to why you have, like, a low-cut dress on or something like that where your breasts are showing, um, like, if we're going to, I, I don't know, so like some type of, I don't know. Um, 
see, that's a hard question to answer. Uh, yeah, I would say if it's done unnecessarily, like if like if you're doing it for the attention uh, of other people over my attention. You see what I'm saying? Like if you're not really concerned with how I feel about it, then I would say maybe you're going too far. But in regards to if the dress is cool, like if it's very sexy and maybe revealing, but then you come to me as my woman and say, listen, how do you feel about this? And then I, I kind of say, you know what? I'm okay with that for tonight. That's going to turn me on because the fact that you respect me as your man to go, um, can I wear this? So I think that's more, um, that's more of my standard, but that's, that's the security, uh, within me. I just can't have you doing things or dressing a certain way with no disregard to how I feel, uh, about it. So I would say that would be my baseline. Um, that's why I say I wouldn't, I wouldn't judge because okay. you care about how I feel about a certain situation. Right. So, so Mike, how would you feel about that? Like, is there a standard that you have as far as dress? Nope. And I'm and I'm going to bring And this is how I'm going to bring it all together for you. When you talk about why, why I commit and why my mean I committed. And I'm going to use, I'm going to use my wife for an example and why I committed. I have a wife who doesn't have to wear any tracks in her hair. She doesn't have to put a bunch of makeup on. How she looks when she goes to sleep is how she looks when she wakes up. So when you talk about a dime, my wife has hustle to her. She goes to work just like I do. She grinds just like I do. So when you talk about a dime, it's a whole process that goes into it. It's not just about look. But Emit said a word. That means everything to me, and that's confidence. And if you got a woman who's confident and is confident in what she wears, how she wears it, how she presents herself, that's going to make you be more confident with this confident woman on your side. If you, if your woman is a, the type of woman that just, you know, is all very conservative and t-shirts and some. some Jogging pants or whatever you want to say, you gonna you know you're more likely to just be a t-shirt and jogging pants type of dude. But if you like this sexy woman who knows how to dress sexy, knows how to use it the right way, that's gonna make you step up your game. You get what I'm saying? Make you step up your so, dress. Make you be. Better. So Mike, you know let me, so let me ask you this, and I want to go to um, Tariq and Tone. So if like the busted challenge, you've seen some of those videos. Like, would you want your woman doing presenting herself in that way online for the world to see? Did we lose you, Mike? No, I'm here. Okay, yeah, Mike, Mike, yeah, to you. Yeah. Answer okay. that one. Like, yeah, the busted challenge, is that something you would want your particular woman doing? Man, it, I don't care. If that's, I don't care. That don't bother me. No, I mean, it, what is it? You. Okay. you know what I mean? It's, okay, Tone, what about you, man? Like, is that <laughs> The man is married, boy. You putting him on the spot. <laughs> yeah, yo, man, we keep it real, yeah, what about you, Tony? I, 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 well, see, that's the thing. That that goes back to what I just said. Like, the busted challenge, would I want her to put her stuff on display for the world like that? No. But because that's online and it's like 
um, you know, so many thousands or even potential millions of people that can see that because her intent is to get attention from other men or other girls to applaud her. I, that's not doing intent for me. Now, would I want her to do a busted challenge for me in our home? You damn right. But, <laughs> I mean, so it's like that. that's why I said it's all about the intent. I don't mind a woman expressing I don't mind, I guess my point is the the to, to, to uh, sum it up. I don't mind a woman expressing strong sexuality. I don't let a woman's strong sexuality define my masculinity. And I think that's the problem with a lot of men. They let a woman's strong sexuality define their mas- uh masculinity because if another man is looking at that woman, at his woman, then he feels less like a man. And it's like, well, if you are single or if you're married and you just happen to be out with the boys and you see a woman doing that, you're going to look. So I don't think you should allow a woman's strong sexuality to define uh, how you feel as a man. She should, as a strong woman, she should also respect you as a man. So that that's why I, I go back to what I said with, yes, the Buster Challenge, would I want her doing that online? No. But if she does a busted challenge for me personally, you damn right. Absolutely. Like, then I know I got to put in some work to make sure I do something for her. <laughs> I like that politically correct way of stating that. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, image. Image. So, I mean, you've seen some of these, these um, you know, we're in the group. We call it the booty meet. You know, women dancing provocatively and, you know, putting their, showing off their assets. Is that something that you would tolerate or be acceptable for your woman doing on social media or just dressing in a particular way? Uh, no. I don't even know how they even – I'm not even going to see her. Just no. Um, no. No, I got you. you. Tariq, what yeah, about we, you, we man? Yeah, in her 40s, yeah, no. Gotcha. Tariq, yeah, what about you, man? Is that something you'd be cool with? Would you wife up someone yeah. who, if you went to their Facebook page and saw, like, hey, guys, I just did this busted challenge and silhouette challenge, but would you still take her out and wine her and dine her? No, and I think I think, I think I, the very first question that you asked, this kind of ties in with that question. What am I looking for in a woman? So what mm-hmm. I'm looking for in a woman is a godly woman, a spiritual woman. Somebody who honors God first. That being said, I don't see, uh, me personally, I don't think uh, a Christ-like woman would display themselves, put themselves on display in that manner. And uh, I think that her dress would would exemplify her spirit. Now, I'm not saying she can't dress in what I would consider sexy, but Mm -hmm. there are are limits. And, you know, I wouldn't have to tell her what those limits are. I think that yeah. just her conduct and her and her love for God would would uh would would basically would 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 would, would move her in a direction that, you know, she should she should she would she should dress in or she would yeah. you know, to honor God. So that, well, that, that makes, that's 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 a question. Yeah. Sure, go ahead, Tom. Yeah, yes sir. Can I can I ask a question regarding that statement, please? Good. Yes, sir. So, yes, all right. And, and, and my question is: Let's say you found um, 
like this celebrity, like let, just because it was the last celebrity name I heard, like Serena Williams or somebody that you admire that's uh, a celebrity. Um, let's say they have that spirituality and they have that love for God, but yet uh, they do a swimsuit uh, um, cover or they do uh, like a sexy dress cover on a magazine. Does that equate to them not loving God, or does that diminish their their spirituality because they're still revealing themselves? Hold on, Jeremy. Before so you answer I that, Mike, you love tell, that you love that yeah. question, right, Mike? Yes, yes. Thank you. I'm so, thank you. Thank you, Dave. Thank you. Hey, and, I already and, know. I, let me tell y'all listening in at home real quick before because I want to read the answer to that question. I just want to tell you, I know these each and every one of these brothers so well. I already know their response. That's why if y'all see, I'm not saying too much tonight. I want y'all to hear from these brothers because you're hearing just realness, first and foremost, but different perspectives on the same topics. And um, I think that's important to hear different um, different perspectives. But Tariq, man, what? Um, first of all, yeah, how would you respond to that question from Tom? Good question. So, um, yeah, so I'm I'm not the judge over how somebody chooses to dress. I'm just saying what my preference is. And so I can't say that that person doesn't love God because that's how they chose to represent themselves. I wouldn't, I just wouldn't, I wouldn't be cool with that. You, you, does that make sense? Like, so I'm not judging anybody's spiritual walk. I'm not judging anybody's spiritual walk. That's not how I flow. That's not how I operate. Because I'm not they're perfect. Then I can ask a question real I'm quick. not perfect. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Mike. So, uh, my brother, and, and just, and, I, and I'm going to ask y'all, like, then I'll give uh, real quick. What's one of them, the booty meat girls we like? Alexis Sky, or what's another one of them girls that, that's real? Uh, Bernice, Bernice Burgos, okay. Alexis Sky. One of them, I, and I and so if Aisha Diaz, Aisha Diaz, she come up and she say, "I choose you." <laughs> you gonna turn that down? Uh, me personally, no, 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 no. I don't know her. Let me answer that. Hold on, hold on, Let me answer that. I want to answer. I choose you. That's a good question. And this is what I do. Is you take? Is you taking me and all I do? I bet you a fool if you if you don't take it. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you like this. No, no. I mean, it takes more than that. It takes more. It takes more than some booty meat. It takes more than some booty meat for me to be uh take a chick like to really want to wipe up a chick. Right, we're talking commitment. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And there's yeah. a difference between committing to someone and just smashing someone. Aisha Diaz, Bernice yeah. Burgos, uh, uh, what's her name? Um, Alexis mm-hmm. Scott. They said, yo. Take this ass right now. If I'm a single man, and depending on the stage of my life, yeah, I'm gonna hit it. I'm not gonna lie and say I wouldn't hit it. No, 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 no. no. To get it, to get it, what, you, to I get commit. it, you gotta say I do. <laughs> right? Would you say? Oh no, I'm not. No, I'm good. I'm not gonna say nah. I'm that. Nah, nah. I'm not that's not what I'm looking for. That's my point. Why should she take your past then? Why should she, she take your baggage? Like she doesn't have to. That's the she doesn't have to take my path. If she chooses to, cool. But I I have a choice just like she has a choice. And if she chooses not to take my path, then that's fine. Like we you've said to me specifically, and we're gonna be yeah. honest and we're gonna keep it Tone has busted my balls and said, Well, hold up. How the hell are you judging her when you know you had sex with all these women and your wife accepted that? And I said, No, you're right. That was her choice though. 
She didn't have to accept my pass. She chose to so accept my pass. Just like, why did you do a double standard? Yeah, you did a double standard. Like, Jay, it's easy for you to say that. It's easy for you to say that because you already have your wife. You found a woman who said, okay, yes, you have a pass, and I'll deal with it. So it's easy for you to say that now because you got your prize. You found a woman who was willing to do that, and a lot of women do that. But I guarantee you, if every woman that you ever talked to and you told them about your past, like, oh, well, I did this, that, and the third, and they all turned you down and said, all right, well, get the hell out of here, you you would definitely go, oh, well, damn, maybe I need to change how I'm looking at them. No, I but disagree with that. That's a story that you're would telling yourself. But here's the but thing. That, I wouldn't care. Tariq, I'm going to come right to you. Mm. I, I would, yeah, I'm going to come right to you, Tariq. I would not have a – to answer that, mm. that, to respond to that point that Tone just made, and we debate this all the time, mm. I would not care if 100% of women turn me down because of my past. I would go after the next one. I would try to find someone else that mm. would accept me for who I am. I'm not going to lie to these women. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to – Ask them to accept mm-hmm. something that they don't want to accept, but at the same time, I'm not going to accept something that I don't want to accept from them. Is that a double standard? And that's where we disagree. I, I, I truly believe you're lying to yourself. I don't think you're lying to us. I think you're lying to yourself because that's what helps you sleep at night. And about I'll tell you what, that all the time, Dave. About what part, though? What's, what am like, I lying to myself about? Because, like, that's the thing. Like, Like I said, because you have your wife and you have your family unit and you have that already, if you were still single and women were judging you for the things that you have said or done in your past, you will rethink how you have your standard or your judgment towards them. But, but Tony, you would but definitely, Tony, even but, if you soften it just a little bit, you would change it. You would not be as rigid, and I tell you this all the time, you would not be as rigid as you are. You have the luxury to be rigid that way because you have someone that you can go home to. But, but Tone, let me re- and this is what I say to you, but here's the thing. I met you when I but was single. It. And I had the same views when I was single about these women. Yeah. I was, we had this same debate went before I met my wife. So what, how? What are you saying? He, he actually did what about, you're saying I, that he couldn't do. But that's what I'm saying. I, I met you. Tom, we met when you were 18, and I was tw- in my early 20s. The same conversation we're having right. now, we were having before I was married. So I how am I being tone. more rigid? Well, I agree with Tone, but I don't think I, I wouldn't say that you're lying to yourself. But if I wasn't married for the past or with my wife the past 18 years, my background would be even worse than what it was when I met her at 24. You get what I'm saying? So my views might be a lot different. You get what I'm saying? And that and that's all, and that's all I'm saying. Yeah, that, that's I, I all I'm that. saying. Like if if you never met your wife and you were still doing the things that you were doing. Your views would not be as rigid as they are. You, you, they might have changed. Because people, time. Are, you got to realize, people are human. People are going to give yeah. into their impulses. People are going to want to have fun. It don't matter whether it's male or female. People are going to do what they want to do. So to judge somebody for doing what they want to do at a particular time in their life, I feel is wrong. I don't want nobody judge me for the things that I've done. So it's like, okay, just accept it, and I'm going to accept you, and then we're going to get past this together and grow together. Why do I have to have a standard? 
No, I get, I, let me just say, I think that there's a difference between judging someone and bashing someone and then also in choosing not to marry that person. You don't have to judge them. You just might not choose to date them or not choose to marry them. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but your view is the exact reason why a lot of women don't tell you the truth. Why a lot of women don't, I mean, not you. Mm-hmm. Why a lot of, um, they don't tell a lot of men the truth. They're not fully transparent because they know that we have this view of women. Yeah, that's a hundred percent true. That's a hundred percent true. That's my view. But, what I just but said can I say and, and I value that transparency, even if it's bad. Like again, going going back to what mm-hmm. going back to a reference of my father. My father always taught me, listen, you better not lie to me. I don't give a damn what you do. You better not lie to me, because if you did something wrong, I'd rather you tell me the truth. We're gonna get through it, and then yes, mm-hmm. I will curse your ass out so you won't do it again. But we're going to get through it, and you're going to know I'm near it with you. But if you lie to me, then I'm going to just leave you hanging. I, that's how I feel about these women. Don't lie to me. Give me the option. Be this. transparent with me so I can accept it. Let me come back. Let me touch on E. Mitch. E. Mitch, jump in on that for a second. How do you feel from a married perspective about the the, the judging? Do you feel like do – you, do you agree with what Tony and Mike are saying? Uh um, you know, I, I you know, of course, I already said about honesty, man, and um, I believe that honesty is the key to pretty much anything that you can overcome. Um, I, I, I know that you asked about the um, silhouette and uh, shaking your tail and all the other good stuff, and you know, my whole thing about it is, you know. You know, do we all have past? And like I said, the past doesn't necessarily have to be the sexual past. It could be so many other things. Um, it's about what you're willing to deal with, you know. And if you're willing to deal with something, then, you know, each is own. You know, um, I, I do agree. We shouldn't judge. However, you got to have your own standard because if you don't have your own standard, then, you know, you're just a, you know, how can you lead if you don't have a standard? Okay, this is what I'm not supposed to do. You know, and I, I tell you this, as being a spiritual person, you know, we have the fruits of the spirit, which teaches us so many different attributes. But the one of the main ones is self-control. And the reason why I say that is because the only thing that separates us from the animals is self-control. If you cannot go out there and have some self-control, then what makes you different than an animal walking down the street? You know, because they, they're basically off of instinct. And you got to understand us being males and them being females, we are on this earth for many different reasons, but one of the reasons is procreation. You know, you're going to find that person sexy. You're going to find a woman sexy. You're going to find, you know, that appeal in a woman walking on the street. You know, does that mean that you yeah. go over there and you prefer having sex with her? No, you got to have self-control to realize, okay, that is wrong. I can't do that. And what it is is being a youngster all the way up to adulthood, you got to train your conscience to have that self-control, you know, and that's the problem that we have as people is that, you know, the media, the television has portrayed women into, you know, as hoes, you know, okay, this is acceptable. You know, um, back in the days when I was growing up, a rated R movie was like Purple Rain. Purple Rain now is like PG on TV, you know. Mm-hmm. Where did the senses actually change to actually help us to think that this is okay? No, it's not okay. 
That's why right. you got to sit here and train your own self, you know, whether it's through your spirit or through your conduct that some things ain't right. Like, you can go out there and smoke, you know, um, two packs of cigarettes, and the government says that's okay, but should you? You know, you can get lung cancer or anything. you got to have some type of self-control, if that makes any sense. Sure, sure. Let's do this. I want to transition because I don't want to run out of time before touching on at least the the, the first couple um, comments. And I just want to say I love the fact that you brothers are here. I love the fact that you guys are listening at home. Uh, We're just trying to be honest tonight. As you see, these are all conversations we have every single day. It's just you guys are like a fly, that fly on the wall to listen. But one of the things, we're talking about sex, and, you know, um, that's very important because Steve Harvey came out with a book many years ago entitled uh, uh, act like a, a woman, think like a man, and, and one of the, the the key points in there was this whole ninety day rule. And many women, so many years ago, when I first started this, that's around the time that that came out, and so many women were adopting that that you know way of thinking. Oh, you know, I'll make him wait, make him wait ninety days, and that will be a good barometer for you know how interested or he'll be in me, and how he'll treat me, and how good of a husband he'll become, and all this other foolishness. But fast forward fifteen years later. Women are now seeing the effects of that. Touch on that, brothers. Uh, you know, let's start with tone. Specifically, the 90-day rule. How do you feel about that? And, and also, how do you, how soon is too soon for a woman to give up the draws? How soon would you? And, and also, would you look at a woman differently who gave it up on the first night versus someone who made you wait a little longer? Well, 90 days, um, I guess how I feel about that. The way I feel about 90 days, I I feel like that's subjective. If you want to wait 90 days, that's cool. If you want to wait longer, that's cool. If you want to do shorter, that's also cool. I don't think it should be a time limit. The second part of your question is, uh, would I look at her a certain way? Absolutely not. Um, My ex-girlfriend, well, you know, um, we won't say her name, but from Jersey, D, you know what I'm talking about. Um, I met her on a Saturday night. I met her on a Saturday night uh, at a club. Um, Got her number on a Saturday night. Uh, We talked for a couple days. We went out on like a Tuesday night, had sex with her that night. That turned into a year-long relationship. And she let me hit the first night we went out. So, I mean, I guess that that should answer your question, whether I judge a female, whether she giving up the drugs the first night or not. It was like, Got you. Uh, I didn't go, oh, she's a whore. I went, yo, this is a good time. Also, I like her. So let's see what happens after this. I got you. Mike, how do you feel about that? What, same same question to you. It's funny that, you know, I know I, I got a friend from high school. She is married in the church, husband, three kids. Great family Gave it up to her husband on the first night they met Met my wife mm-hmm. I think maybe uh, Somewhere between 60 and 90 days Somewhere around there We, You know we married And you know 18 years in So I, it's all about a vibe It's all about a connection man If the energy is right The vibe is right And, 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 two, and the, the right two people align Anything can happen You know what I mean Got you. Okay. Uh, Tariq, what about you, man? You know, if if, if you, you're feeling somebody, you're dating her, you're talking to her, you take her out, 
and you know y'all go back to the crib and she lets you smash on the first night you know and and bust it wide open on the first night is that someone you would wife up or would you look at her a little funny afterwards what would you do well yeah i'm i'm gonna come across probably as holier than thou right now but i'm i'm down with the uh, wait until marriage rule so that's my perspective. So what? If she get, no, so, I wait, do. so wait, let me. So let me. This is in my tone voice. This is. I'm gonna say. So basically, you're saying if a woman lets you hit and you have sex with that woman, you participate in that sex just like she participated. You're gonna turn around and judge her as not being that good to wife, even though you yourself had sex with. Tone, how'd I do? Is that that sound about right? <laughs> yeah, that was actually pretty good. I'm actually impressed. That was pretty good. <laughs> right. Yeah, so to me, no, no, no. I think, I think, I think, I'll, I think I'm being misconstrued. No, what I'm trying to say is, I'm trying to find somebody and not. I don't want to. Ha- I don't want to hit. I want to be with. I want to find the right person that I'm going to marry, and I would. I would prefer not to have sex before marriage. Um, hey, hey, hey. Hey, they like this 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 the brother you said likes to buy the new cars, correct? <laughs> tone. Tone likes the new cars, right. Oh, okay. I know well, about you, go, Tone too. I, I, I know about you, Tone, but uh no oh you talking about me. No, no, oh, no, no. I'm, I'm just not, saying I'm not you, don't tone. Like to, you don't like to test, you don't like to take your cars for a test drive before you buy them? <laughs> I mean I'm you gonna trying, ma- I'm just going off of, even, have a have to take I'm it just, for a test stand? You don't want to know nothing. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. that's where I'm coming from. Oh, that's better yet, yeah, you ain't from. even got to take it that expensive. You can take it with with clothes shopping. Like when you when you go buy some uh, some shoes or something, you don't try those shoes on to see if they uh trust they good. Trust or do you just go, oh, that's me. my size and that's what I need. Right. Tr- trust and you don't know, you don't know if you have a crunch toes or not. All right, let him answer. Go ahead, Tariq. All right, so um, trust me, I, I, I've heard all of this. I've, I've heard it all. So, I mean, everybody coming from their own. When we talk in this whole conversation, we already know from Jump that we all coming from our own perspective, and that's why they don't put us in all together. I understand, you know, some may believe differently than I do, but that's my that's my desire. That's my goal, and. Uh, I have done it. I have done it um, and married that person. That said, it, it didn't work out. But it didn't work. It, it's not. It, di- it didn't work out not because of that, but it's because of other reasons. I got you. Let, but, me, um, let me see if I can... Let, let me see if I can piggyback off you. And I get where Tariq is coming from. I think that Tariq is coming from a, a, a more spiritual perspective um, and where he's saying that, look, he's not perfect, and he has had premarital sex, and he's not even saying that he might not necessarily 100% never do it again. He's just saying that his preference, his goal, his, you know what I mean, his intent would be to wait until marriage. Now, if something derails that plan, then it is what it is. But ideally, he would prefer to meet a wife that was not having sex prior to marriage. Does that sound about right, Tariq? Yeah, that sounds right, yeah. I got you. E- yeah. Mitch, weigh in on that. So how do you feel? I mean, you've obviously been married for a while, but, like, you know, the 90-day rule, you know, how do you feel about women who give it up versus not giving it up early? 
Well, you know, I, I agree with the brother about the way to marriage. You know, that that is definitely that's a commandment and so forth. That's the reason why we get married. However, that's um not how it happened in my relationship, you know. Uh, me and my wife we got married after five years, you know, where we um sexually intimate beforehand, yeah. You know, we actually had our oldest son maybe um six seven months before we even got married. So but that being said, um, I tell you this: my grandmother and grandfather literally got married three days after they met each other, and they were together for over fifty years. You know, before they both died. So, could that work? Could it happen? Yes. You know, um, is it hard? You know, shoot, it doesn't matter how old, how long you knew the woman. You know, it, the Bible says there's going to be tribulation in your marriage. You know, it's best to actually stay single. Right. Um, however, you know, it's just like, hey, if you are, you're feeling the vibe and you're, one thing you have to realize is a lot of people, you know, today basically use divorce as a get free card. You know, yep. um, I have did counseling with couples and beforehand and my words got blunt when them say work that shit out. You know, and you tell somebody work that out. It's hard sometimes. You know, marriage is probably the hardest thing that you'll probably actually ever go through if you've been married before. Yeah. You know, yeah. However, you gotta learn how to work that shit out. You know, now infidelity, if it happens, you know, that's the only way that technically in God's eyes you can get a divorce is if you basically went out there and cheated on your spouse. Um However, people are getting divorced because the person didn't change their socks every day, you know, or I just don't like him anymore, or I don't like her. Mm. You know, let's get a divorce. I mean, and it's just like, okay, mm. it, it's, it, it doesn't make any sense, you know. Um, right. However, for all those that are failing that marriage, there are those who are succeeding, you know. Do they have their problems? Yes, you know. I will sit here and be lying to you fellas if I told you that, you know, me and my wife don't see eye to eye all the time. However, we have certain standards that we are willing never to lose for each other, you know, and that's that love and respect and honor. I mean, it has to be there. Let me, yeah, I appreciate that. Sure. And let me, because I agree with it, what you said it all, but, you know, I agree with what you said all but one point. And that's the infidelity piece. You know, you know, for me, I'm I'm married. If my wife was to step out and cheat on me, I'm not gonna leave her. My vow said, for better or for worse, the the worst thing that you can possibly think of is your woman cheat on. And if I said I'm gonna love you for better or for worse, I gotta try to love you through that. You get what I'm saying? I gotta try Could to. Could you love do you that? that? I can't Could you? Yeah, that's a question. Could you still trust her? Could you do that? that? Yeah, yes and yes. See, not, I okay. agree. Yes, I agree. Mitch, could you still then, trust if your wife cheated? Or would you stay? Would you stay? Or, and I, could you trust? I will, I will be gone. I'll be out. And the reason why I'll be out is because I know myself, and if anyone basically denies it, then you have to look in that mirror. You know, we are men are, you know, men are, territorial to some type of degree you know it takes a lot for a man to actually get on one knee and commit to one woman saying i do you know there's a lot of women out here or men you know they they outnumber us 10 to 1 you know and that's the ones that's gay and so forth 
what it comes down to is you choose to be a one-woman man, and you hopefully hope that that woman is the same, um, the opposite, and she goes out there and she decides to go out there and um, it could be a mistake, you know. The psych- and, and, and they, and they man, the, 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 psycho- the psychological warfare that goes inside of a man's head might be so strong that the relationship is done but you're trying to make it work off of crumbs. What it comes down to is when you start thinking, you know, okay, she goes to the store. How do we know she's really at the store? You know, what if she actually got caught in traffic? Oh, she must be outside with some other dude. These things are mentally disturbing inside your head, and it's best to basically leave than basically go through all those turmoils. Now, if you feel like you could make it work, then so be it. You know, but it's not really – I mean, I, I deal with personalities on a daily basis, and what it comes down to is if a man says that they won't have them thoughts in the back of their head that their woman is cheating on them, they're lying to themselves. I'm sorry. Hmm. Let's uh, do this. So I want to go around because that, that's not even a topic I was going to talk about. It's a great topic, and let's, let, I wanna, I'm glad we touched on it. Um, so, Tone, same question. If the woman that you married or committed or were committed to you found out that she did cheat on you. Is that something you could forgive? Would you stay, and would you continue to trust her after that? Um, would I be able to trust her after after that? As of right now, uh, my instinct, honestly, I would probably say no. Um, would the marriage be over after um, – she cheated. Uh, absolutely. If I if I go off my instinct right now, like just based off how I feel, because well, you I, you know this, but like that goes back to that trust and transparency. It's like if if you know me and you know how I feel in my past and I know um, everything about you, then uh, you know that's probably the uh, quote unquote. Uh, deal breaker because I would rather no matter how much it hurts I would rather you tell me that the marriage has ended and we stop before you actually just go ahead and go dip with somebody else so um, yeah I'll have to say uh, no I wouldn't be able to trust her and yes probably the marriage would be over okay Tariq what about you man is that something you could get past if you you, counseling fix that or you know, trust could trust be no. rebuilt after infidelity. No, no, no. I, I, right. I would be, I would be out. I would be out because it, uh, you know what you're doing. I, I don't consider it a mistake. I, I believe that you have ample opportunity to stop something from happening before it happens. I believe, and I'm a godly man, so I'm gonna say it like this. I believe that the Holy Spirit will convict you prior to you doing something that you know you shouldn't be doing. He's given, You have opportunities, and you chose to override that and do what you wanted to do. And not only and, – and you, you, you sinned. You, 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 did, you committed a sin, uh, the, the, the sin of adultery. Now, from my perspective, if I am – being faithful to you, 
and you go in, and I know that I, I, there's tons of possibilities uh, for us as men. It's all is easy to for us to, to find a woman to sleep with, but I'm resisting temptation daily. When even women might be uh, coming on to me, and I'm resisting it, and you go ahead and cheat on me when I'm doing everything I can and to not do it to you. No, I, I I can't stay with you then because you 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 violated you dis you disrespected me so so much that I would never I I, I couldn't I would I could I guess I could forgive you but not be with you. Let me um let me jump to Mike real quick. Cause I want to just pick your brain a little bit because Mike, as you heard, you know, E. Mitch and you know pretty much everybody else was saying that they would not stay. You you said you would right. stay because of the vows you took. How would you right. be able to trust in that instance going forward? Well, it's all about about the person. So you you obviously would establish some different different guidelines, some different some different terms. And you you would work on it. You can seek professional help. It's things you can do to just say, because you did this, I'm going to leave. You know, you can seek counseling. Figure out the why. You know what I'm saying? If you can get to the why and fix the problem of why this happened, maybe y'all can move forward and find what was what was really ordained and what God really had in place for you. If you could get through this one hurdle. You know, you say that God brought y'all together. You take these vows and say God brought us together for whatever reason. So whatever hurdle he put in your way, it's obviously for a reason. He's not going to put nothing on your plate that you can't handle. So the fact that you just tuck tail and run at the first the first time, to me, that's kind of like giving up on the vows. What what worse is? When you say for better or for worse, what what is there? What's worse than worse than than your woman cheating on you? Yeah, so if you ain't even willing, to, if you ain't even willing to take that challenge on once, I think them vows don't really mean the same because you ain't you ain't willing to do at least deal with the worst at least one right. time. Let's do this. We got about fifteen minutes left, guys, and I wanna I wanna touch on one last topic pertaining to that. As a good uh, a good segue into it is the topic of male friends. You know, and we're talking specifically tonight about why men aren't committing like they used to, why we commit, why we don't commit. And what I've seen is an abundance of just women surrounding themselves, single women surrounding themselves with male friends, these quote-unquote platonic friendships. Oh, that's just my brother. But in reality, a lot of times they are men who we know want to sleep with you. They are men who have slept with you. They are men who are plotting on you. But... You will not mm-hmm. reveal these things to us, ladies, all the time. You will let us believe that these are, mm-hmm. in actuality, platonic friendships. So talk to us. Let's go around. And it's like I said, last topic for the night, but this would definitely not be the last barbershop talk with this panel. It's a great panel, great discussion. But specifically on male friends, uh, Tone, how do you, you meet someone that you like, you're, you're getting to know her, but she just is one of these social butterflies and got all these male friends. Is that something that you're cool with? Would you move forward with that? If the friends was in her life before I entered it, then I feel like you got to respect it because I've been in that situation in reverse where I've had female friends and who I was talking to, 
uh, felt some type of way because they was like, well, who are these friends? I'm like, well, these are friends that I've known since I was a teenager or since my early 20s. Like, I, I got a decade or two of friendship with them. Like, I know their mother. They know my mom. Like, things like that. So if um, if they're in her life already when you entered it, I feel like you should accept it. That At least I would. I would accept that. But new friends, I will probably have a problem with. Like, because I, she would, I would want to respect that on her end. I wouldn't bring new females into my life after her. But I feel like she should accept my female friends, and I should accept her male friends. That's where the now, trust comes in. I, okay, here's the question. I want to go around the room, but just tell, let me just ask you a follow-up question to that. So let's just say this quote-unquote male friend is a best friend who just they happen to have had sex at some point prior to you, is that still still someone you would be okay being around and have her being around without you? Uh, in my, I know from, for me specifically, I would, uh, I would definitely give it a shot. And the only reason why is one of my good friends now who I've known for 12 years, I've had sex with. And now, mind you, me and her have, have not had sex in years. She's now currently married. She currently, when me and her talk, she had one kid. She now has three kids. And I respect our marriage. Like, we we only talk on the phone probably like two, maybe three times a year. We probably text maybe once every other month out of respect for her marriage. So because I have that going on in my life, uh, I would definitely, you know how much I hate hypocrisy, so I would definitely offer that level of trust on her behalf. Now, any other time, the answer would be no. Okay, so the only question, the last question I would have about that, specifically to you, Tony, is how was the sex? No, I'm just playing with you. I'm playing with you. I'm, playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm messing with you. I'm just playing. <laughs> Mike, what about you, man? Like, are you cool with male friends being in the picture when you are in a relationship? Uh, hey, I, I got a little, I got a little bit of jealousy in me, so it, it, that's that's hard for me. Um, but I, I guess to be comfortable with the situation, it's about how how she carries herself. You know what I'm saying? How she she is, you know, around you. You know, transparency, being honest and open you know, whatever the, the situation may be. And I think that's what would make me more comfortable with the situation, with, with how she carries herself when, when I'm around, when I see the interaction between them, what kind of vibe, what, what sense I get for what's going on. Okay, that makes sense. Yep, absolutely. Uh, Tariq, what about you, man? Oh. What was that? Oh, say the question again. No, basically, you know, male friends, man, like, would you date someone who okay. you knew, whether it was from social media, whether it was from just how she presents herself and carries herself, that she had a bunch of male friends, guys she was cool with, yeah. would that be someone you would yeah. choose to pursue a relationship? No, no, um, only because I'm, I just know, I'm thinking of it from my, from my perspective and my experience. I've, I've been that male friend, and on the other end. And um, in the back of my mind, I'm always thinking, 
I'm thinking I can I can always hit that if I want to. You know <laughs> what I mean? I could always hit that because I, I I just all uh, she comes to me talking about her problems with her boyfriend, and if I'm a slimy dude, I'm going I'm going going for the kill. You know what I mean? I I know what to say. I know how to you know, you know I know you come over cry on my shoulder. You gonna you you gonna want to give up the butt. So, you know I don't I, I wouldn't want to have my girl with those with the guys and her that could possibly do that on on to her. So no, I, I wouldn't. I, I'm not down with that. I got you. No, it's like Memph Bleak said. Uh, he said, "Let me console your soul while I palm your ass." I mean, and that's how it goes. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. Mitch, what about you? Uh, male friends, is that something, is that a deal breaker or no? Uh, well, first and foremost, I want to go back to um, Brother Sales, man. You said that you are a jealous man, and you don't know, but you said that you were um forgiver or she cheats. So that's kind of a um, oxymoron, brother. You know, I mean, I, I just need you to clarify that for me because I'm over here confused. Well, what I mean by that is, when I say I can be jealous, if it is something, I'm I'm asking questions. Oh, oh, you like can be cute, you know? I saying so. I'm I'm asking them questions, type of. I can show I can show ways of being being jealous. Not that it that it come out or that I am jealous, but I. He makes sense as the jealous question. Oh, I got you. No, no. I'm glad you clarified. I was just a little confused over here. Um, right. So, male friends. So, listen, my wife had a life before me, you know, and she has friends from her past, just like the first brother said. You know, if they were there beforehand, then, yeah, like, I have a female best friend. She was actually in my wedding. Um, I don't believe if you hit it, you can have um, be a friend that I just believe once that line has been crossed, you know, kind of like that song by um, Music Soul Child. <laughs> I hope just put my friend back. It's too late. That friend is gone because you crossed that line. So um, if that line was crossed, you know, um, it's it's best to cut that off because that's no longer like me and you going out to go play basketball. No, there's feelings involved. And once feelings get involved, then it's it's over. You know, that that's not a friendship. However, if it was like, you know, the brother and sister friendship, you know, um that person knew my parents, I ain't never hit it, never um really thought about hitting it or something like that, then yeah. I mean, I have friends, my wife has friends and so forth and it's just like you know, it gotta be that that loyalty and honesty to be honest with you. Got you. Okay. Yeah, I mean, just just to kind of chime in from my perspective, I mean, you know, I, that's not something that I would um, really be interested in pursuing, not to judge that person or, or look down on them, but just, I like Therese said, I know I've been that male friend. I know the thought process a lot of times. There is a lot of times it's more opportunistic. It's like that person is a friend by default a lot of times. He doesn't necessarily want to be a friend, but she might have friend-zoned him and he's just waiting for an entry point to be more than that. Not all the time. You know, like Tone said, he has an actual real friend, you know, and that's what it is, and I get that. But just I'm saying 
I don't know that. I would not necessarily know that. Look, you know what I mean? Because it could be it could go either way. So to avoid that, I probably would just not, um, not even deal with that. Um, like my wife, when I met her, she there were no there were literally no male friends, and even now there are no male friends. So I just that's just me personally what I was looking for. Um, I wasn't looking for an abundance of men just kind of circling around. And I'm cool with this guy and this guy that he's texting me. Like I'm just not into that. But I don't, you know, we we all have personal uh, personal preferences. You know, guys, listen, we could all talk. We could talk literally all night. Um, this reminds me of back in the day where we, you know, we would the old barbershop talks where we would go until midnight. Um, you know, starting at nine o'clock, talk for three hours straight. You know, and so I want to get back to that. I I, I want to thank you guys for being here. Tone, Mike, Tariq, E. Mitch, great um, great conversation tonight. Um, thank you guys for listening at home. This was the, uh, the I guess you call it a part three conclusion of, a, of my three-part series on just understanding men, you know, whether it's sex, whether it's dating, relationships, marriage, just trying to give specifically women um, a, a better and more clear understanding of how we think, not just how Dayton Tolbert thinks, but how men think, you know, agree, disagree. So uh, hopefully you guys got that tonight. I want to, like I said, you guys um, – we're going to be back, coming back. I would hope to do these um, over the next couple of weeks, at least once, at least once a month, at least once a month um, on different topics. We, we, the fellas and I have talked about doing topics on politics, uh, uh, politics, police brutality, social action. Um, you know, um, with the whole Trump thing. Me and Mike have gone back and forth about Trump. Me and Tone go back and forth about Trump. You know, E. Mitch is not a political guy. You know, he stays out, but. These are convers- the types of conversations, tough conversations that we want to continue to have. So I want to thank the, uh, you guys, you brothers, again tonight for being here. And um, you guys for listening at home. We're going to wrap it up. Follow me, guys. Follow me at Daydon Tolbert. Um, Instagram, YouTube. Um, add yourself to the Friends of the Daydon Tolbert Show group if you haven't, if you're not in there already. Um, share the link, like the link. You know, hopefully there's some people that need to, that would love to hear this information. Um, from my perspective, you know, this is the realest depiction of black men on this barbershop talk forum that's out there, period. I stand on that. And so I thank you guys for listening in, and I will see you guys next time. Peace.
I'm told. 